1: What up guys, Lisa here. Do you, like me, have an inner negative voice that tells you all the freaking time that you're not good enough? And does that voice that tells you you're not good enough make you feel super freaking insecure, especially around your partner? Guys, I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. Me and Hubby talk very openly about how our growth mindset allowed us to actually navigate this on how I was able to navigate my own insecurities within the relationship, how I did the internal work, and how it allowed us to have a freaking thriving, long-term, loving relationship. If this episode really did bring you value, guys, subscribe, like, and please leave a review to let me know that it's really impacted your life. And so without further ado, let's get into it with Relationship Theory on Women of Impact
0: hey everybody welcome to another episode of relationship theory i'm your co-host tom bilyeu and i am here with the most amazing woman i've ever met in my life elizabeth bilyeu sup bilyeu what's up homie uh, but we've got some questions that you guys have sent in and we're going to dive right in to the ones around comparison
1: yeah let's dive right in all right this is from liz Artis. my boyfriend and i were in the throes of power couple love however we recently ended up going our separate ways amicably I am already an accomplished, driven and vibrant individual, but perpetually seeking growth. I'm looking to better myself for myself whilst also working on aspects that need to be improved upon in order to bring the best version of myself to the table in the next relationship. Looking back, I believe the feeling of inferiority in intelligence, being interesting and speaking well really gets in the way of me enjoying any relationship to the fullest. I know that by seeking improvement individually and for my own satisfaction is the way to get around this but how do you stop the comparison? How do you stop imagining your partner's negative perception of you? It's so easy to project, fabricate judgmental thoughts that your significant other has about you which in reality they probably aren't even remotely thinking about.
0: Yeah. So this this goes back to you, you have to pattern interrupt. So she's got a negative voice in her head that is so paranoid and so convinced that she's not worthy, not good enough, etc. Um, some very deep-seated insecurity that I'm going to guess goes back to some earlier trauma, possibly from childhood. Um, so that is really critical for her to understand the driver, like where this is coming from, to do that work, and then to not allow herself to to project onto that and if you have open communication with the person and this is where honesty comes in it's like you've got to be honest with the other person at the most difficult times and the reason is for those moments when the other person is just being insecure and and they need reassurance the only way it will work is if they know they're going to get the truth no matter what mm. and for someone with a growth mindset it's absolutely fine it's like if i'm not looking good if I'm not sounding good if I'm not whatever I know I can change those things so I just want to know like where are you at really now there's nothing nothing worse in the long run than someone who's emotionally needy all the time
1: mm.
0: and we all just have to step up we all have to learn to love ourselves and be proud of ourselves we cannot turn for external validation for that it, it's not a good look man it's it's not fun to be with somebody who needs it all the time we all need it from time I was to about time, to say, like, a thousand percent, I, yeah. but you can't be on it daily. Yes. You can't be like, affirm me, affirm me, affirm me. Like you have to find that within yourself. Now, it's it's nice to be able to know, whoa, in the times where the wave really hits me and I just need to know like, hey, is this really adding value mm-hmm. to put it in my own language, what I'm doing or is it working? Is this popping my writing? You know, whatever. But to not come from a place of like, I can't find in myself that the majority of the time. Sometimes, sure you can ask, but in those moments you need to know that whatever they say is true. So that Mm -hmm. means you have to be willing to accept it because sometimes it's not gonna be what you wanna hear. And we
1: learn the lessons, right? So if you're, um, you're testing the waters and someone's real with you and you don't react well, well, you, they're, no, they're not going to be real with you the next time Correct. because they've just seen how you've reacted. Correct. So if you actually want the honesty, you have to hold up your end of the bargain and bargain, um, and basically respond in a way that is encouraging that person to come back to you next time and be honest with you again.
0: Correct. Sorry. And the only way to get to that is to actually value truth right like you actually have to value Mm -hmm. you have to want it and that doesn't mean that it's always going to be easy to hear but you have to want it you have to have a value system that says this bit of truth is going to be so useful that the scales have been removed from my eyes and i'm able to actually see things clearly and now act in a way that allows me to get where i really want to go whether that's a better relationship to get better in my job to be a more skilled lover like whatever but you actively have to seek the truth and then you have to Receive the truth to your point, and if you say anything other than with sincerity, thank you for telling me the truth. You are fucked yeah. because, like you said, they're going to go underground. You, you you can't punish somebody relentlessly and expect them to keep going. Yeah,
1: and in comparing the um, the intelligence thing, I really want to touch on because I struggled with that as well. <clears throat> so growing up. Um, I was the artistic one in the family and my brother and sister were like just amazing at math. And so we would sit there sometimes on the weekends and my dad would like throw out equations and they'd be like, all right, Lisa, so what's this? And I'd be like, oh, 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 oh. And the panic obviously made me freeze. And then the fact that I wasn't as good as my brothers and sisters made me very much believe that I wasn't good at academics at all. No. Um, so I absolutely felt like <clears throat> I was extremely inferior to intelligence of my family. Um, and then when I met you, you were so complimentary about my art that I actually started to focus on actually like doing math isn't necessarily the be all and end all, especially because I don't want to be a mathematician. Right. So... Um, So I started to focus on that, but the more we were together, like you are extremely, I don't want to say smart because I know how you feel about that word. You are self-taught, you read all the freaking time, so I don't want to take anything away from you. Let's just start there. But you are, like you understand things on a much higher level than I do. And if I really focused and really spent a lot of time, I could get there, like, I don't think that I'm, you know, I'm incapable, but it's not easy for me. And as we started to get into business and, you know, seeing you run Quest and just like how much you grew and changed, I started to feel actually more inferior because I was like, shit, like now you're accelerating way faster than I am. And I realized that that ended up being very detrimental to my own psyche because you're now not looking at the things that you could improve on. Right. It's just a comparison. He's good. I'm not. And then also, like, I'm so happy for you. Like, I'm so happy that you're learning. I'm so happy that you're growing as quickly as you are. And, like, if I can just flip it for a second and be like, man, he's motivating me and pushing me to want to get better. And so now I'm just focusing on, like, how much you're driving me to get better than the comparison of, like, where you are and then where I am. And then also just going, like, well, shit, Lisa, you're great at things that he's not great at. So, like, instead of focusing on the things that you're better at, like, remind myself every so often, like, up a pencil and draw. See what you got, <laughs> you know. But like making sure that you don't focus on that one thing that you're insecure about. It's like look at the entire thing, and then you can really like now, especially being in business together. It's like man, it's amazing because my weakness is your stronger. And that makes for an amazing business partner mm. and vice versa. And even in our personal, in our marriage, there are things that you're better at dealing with. So, for instance, the other day, and this was a bit of a wuss of me, but the other day, our puppy brought in a dead bird. And <laughs> and I'm drawing and I'm <laughs> oblivious to it. And it's freaking gnawing on this dead bird <laughs> on our rug. And you come in and you come in and you're just like. What's happening? And I'm like, I don't know. And I stood up and I was such a woman. I, w- not, I mean, you know what I mean by that. I was like, I can't look. Oh my God, I feel nauseous. I can't, I can't, I can't. And it's like, I want you to be brave in those moments that I'm not. And I was very happy with you being way more brave than I was so that you could clear up that dead bird. Um, That's a silly example, but like there are things that you can use no. as like, see, he saved me from the dead bird.
0: Now let's really make it complicated. Yeah. What happens when somebody's really good at something that you want to be really good at?
1: And you talk a lot about this is slip into the student mentality. They're about to teach me something. I'm about to get so freaking good that no one can take it away from me. And here's the key. And I did that with you with the speaking. So people may know that I've been asked to do a uh, TEDx Mm. and I'm petrified. And I was just like, shit, my husband is like the in my opinion, the best in the world at it. So like, instead of being like, i got this, like, you know, I can handle it. I'm just like, I need you. And I was like, I send you, you text is like, I need to book time with you. I want to be the student. I'm going to sit there with a recording device. And it was just like, I can look at your speaking and make myself feel badly that I'm so not even close to being as good as you are or i can say this is the best fucking thing because i have access and i can learn and i can become the best by being next to the best and being taught by the best Mm. and it just switches your mind there's no ego now involved at all
0: i'm gonna drag us into a hole
1: okay and then i'm
0: gonna see if i can get us back out i'm not sure i can actually but this is really interesting to me. So there's a movie called Amadeus mm-hmm. about Mozart, Amadeus, mm-hmm. um, Amadeus, Mozart, whichever it is. I actually don't know. Him, right?
1: Amadeus Mozart, I think. Yeah,
0: right? I think so. Um, anyway, whichever it is. And uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, there it is. That's his name. Um, and the other character in the movie is a guy named Solieri, who's a real person, mm-hmm. by the way, a real um, uh, composer. And growing up, I identified as Solieri and I actually still get flashes of this sometimes Mm -hmm. where what made Solieri the tragic character that he was, and they show this in the movie, Solieri plays like these really beautiful songs. He's playing them to somebody. He says, do you recognize the song? And he plays it and they're like, no, I'm so sorry. I don't recognize it. How about this one? He plays another one. They're his songs. Versus, like, I'm so sorry, I don't recognize that. And then he plays a Mozart song. They're like, oh, I know that one. And he's like, exactly, that's Mozart. And he was like, I'm just good enough to realize I'll never be Mozart. And I was like, uh-huh. God. <laughs> <laughs> like, you wanna talk about my nightmare. Like, all of the things that I tell people, like, you can do anything on a long enough timeline. Like, it can be yours. You yeah. can build this skill set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm watching this movie well, this is out of order. This is back when I had a fixed mindset. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm solely airy Because I've always felt just smart enough to realize I'm not that smart. So
1: what would you do if it was in a relationship and there's something that you were like, I want to get that good at it. And you, let's say I was you better. Ready?
0: So we're deep in the hole now, right? Yes. We can agree yes. that there are probably some things, I always say, you can get good at anything you set your mind to without limitation.
1: Yeah, That's a
0: lie. But do and believe that which moves you towards your goals. Right. I think the only real answer is, if the only reason you're doing it is to be the best, you're going to be miserable. If you don't love the process in and of itself, don't do it. Mm. Don't go down the road. If you're one of those people, like this happens with athletes, in fact, the breakfast club, one of the most powerful moments in the breakfast club is when the kid is like, I'm a wrestler, you know, I'm a state champion, whatever. and every time i'm on the mat i hope my knee blows out so that i never have to wrestle again so that people will stop expecting me to win and it's like that's what happens when you're not in love with the process Mm -hmm. it was like me trying to get rich and all i was focused on was the outcome the outcome the outcome i wasn't thinking about today i have the opportunity to impact somebody Mm. i have the chance to like get better and get so good that i can help somebody else and that's going to make me feel rad because one i just value the skill set in and of itself and two it also allows me to help other people like fuck, that's amazing Mm. and so even if i never become the greatest of all time it's rad to have the north star like it's rad to want to be the next mozart it's rad to look at him and be like fuck, i'm coming for you man i'm gonna get you but, like, you need to know deep down, if you never make it to that, you that you should, it. A, enjoy it, and B, still love his music. Mm. Like, if you can't be like, fuck, that's so inspiring mm. to me. Like, I'm so amped by that. Like, for instance, really, truly, I wish I could draw. Like, I know I say it in a way that makes it sound tongue-in-cheek. Fucking for real. I You can't imagine how much I would give up to have that ability that some people have where they can just imagine something and draw it Mm. like it's so crazy the amount of time that i spend on like pinterest looking for stuff for the comic book that we're doing i'm like this none of it is sexual but it's still erotic for me that's how much i love like art and i wish that i could create it like that and when i look at that and think. All right, if I went down that road, because I could get a lot better than I am today. Mm. Maybe I'd never be able to be the greatest of all time, but I could get a lot better than I am today. And going down that path, I would need to really love it.
1: So you didn't get emotionally damaged if you weren't ever as good as your partner. I just want to bring it back around to like partners comparing themselves to each other.
0: For sure, for sure.
1: America respect. And guys, and my homie, even with the fears, the doubts, and uncertainty, you can finally go after what you freaking want in life, set boundaries, speak up, show up, fight imposter syndrome, and stop people-pleasing. And I break down how to actually do this step-by-step in my book, Radical Confidence. And when you pre-order your copy of Radical Confidence right now today, guys, you can get a free gift valued at $171, which includes my Ultimate Guide to Radical Confidence, which is a workbook that you actually can work through as you're reading my book, three months ad-free listening to Women of Impact on podcast, and one-hour exclusive relationship coaching sessions with me and my hubby of 21 years. Tom. So my homie, if you go and pre-order this book right now, you get all of those things for utterly free, which has been valued at $171. So go over to radicalconfidence.com to pre-order your copy right now. That's radicalconfidence.com. See you there, my homie. Let's freaking go.